0: And I was like, is it okay if I will dance? In my country, the war and so on and so on. It was not also not so easy decision. Hello, everyone.
1: You're listening to the Belly Dance Live podcast. I'm your host, Jana Komarnitska, and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about baladins art form. Plus, I really like it. Hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. Would you like to know how to get more students through the door and, most importantly, retain them and earn more money? Then the solution to your questions will be sharky the Balladins workout. The founder of this system, Aree, shares how teaching Balladins fitness transformed her own career in a way no performance opportunities ever could and it can benefit your dance career just the same way. You also can receive class chorus built in a powerful and flexible way that will maximize your results and save tons of time during prep work for the class. Join Sharky's three-month instructor academy that features an online course weekly coaching sessions and business coaching you live with a razor sharp teaching skills and best practices for your teaching business enrollment is now open for the next sharky instructor academy beginning october 3rd apply at sharky.com teach s-h-a-r-q-u-i dot com teach direct link will be in the show notes hello dear dancers hello dear listeners today we have a special episode special interview with ukrainian dancer Tatiana Tesluk, who shares not only her dance story with us today but also how her life dance life and life in general got twisted since the beginning of uh, russian war in ukraine just like life of many of all ukrainians and all ukrainian dancers Tatiana Tesluk is a professional ballet dancer from Kyiv. She is the winner of competitions in Ukraine and Europe, including Orientalissimo World Cup champion 2021. She also won over a dozen of online competitions in just 2021. Tatiana absolutely adores drum solo style and creates unique drum solo choreographies. And, as I've mentioned, because of current circumstances, because of the war she is right now in Germany, but open for online classes, individual choreographies, and festival collaborations. We started our conversation by talking about the current situation and the wars, all events uh, that happened in Tatiana's life, Tatiana's dance life since February 24, and some incredible stories of how members of our belly community offered her and uh, provided necessary support which sometimes may be just a simple message and kind words and sometimes maybe actual actions and uh, for me it's always inspiring to hear these kind of stories but also out this conversation got a slightly different uh, unusual trajectory we actually kind of went backwards so we also talked about events in tatiana's dance life just prior to february 24th and uh, also her competition experience and her learning experience specifically the nuances of online competitions and i asked her what she thinks are her secrets of being so successful at online competitions so we talked really in depth about the process of repairing, submitting, uh, what's the difference between online and in-person competitions. We also talked about the learning process and the necessity of learning with different teachers in order to find your own style. And Etiana, till these days, actively uh, learns and actively also, sh- also shares her experience of learning with different teachers. And by the end of this interview, we finally go to the beginning of her dance story how she got involved in ballet dance and also particularly how and why she fell in love with drum solo style which is her number one favorite one so i hope you will enjoy this conversation you will get inspiration and motivation for you to keep going keep dancing no matter what as an example which Tatiana set up and chose to do and follow for herself and also i want to remind that ukraine and ukrainian dances specifically Still needs your support, the war is still going. There is less uh, announcements and news, maybe uh, in your local country, in your local news channels, whatever you're following. But the reality is that things are still really bad, just as they were before. And your support is really necessary. So don't forget to check the link I always include right now starting from February, there is a link in the show notes to every single episode where you can find resources on how you can support Ukraine, different foundations where you can donate different causes, as well as information about dancers, Ukrainian ballet dancers, whom you can support by contacting them for private classes, maybe online choreographies, or taking their courses, or in whichever other way you can collaborate with them, but also by simply even following their activities, their news uh, And uh, following what they have to share and say right now Also thank you for tuning in at the first place Because even by the name of this episode You probably guessed that there will be talks about war in Ukraine And I want to thank you for your interest And for your involvement in the situation Because this really matters Especially when such problems last long time And... It is sometimes difficult to stay on top of things and being fully involved, and it's understandable, it's human, but thank you for being someone who is actually taking the decision not to be away from the situation. Hello, dear Tatiana, I'm uh, very, very happy to welcome you at the Ballet Dance Live podcast, and thank you for joining me today, and thank you for time to chat with us today. <laughs> Hello, dear
0: Jana. Thank you so much. I'm very happy uh, to be here today with you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Hmm. I traditionally ask question, uh, start every interview, every episode
1: with uh, like question of the very beginning of the story of Bella Dance. But in current situation, I actually want to start with a different question. I want to ask, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, Where are you or whatever you want to share, because I know your life, uh, just like life of many Ukrainians, has uh, very dramatically changed uh, Mm -hmm. since February. So I first of all want to ask just how are you doing? How are you? And uh, is there anything we as a community can help and support you?
0: (laughs) Well, uh, at the moment, I'm currently in Germany and it was uh, totally full improvisation. As as in dance, you know, and I even couldn't imagine that I will be in Germany. And uh, now I'm uh, I'm trying to continue to dance because uh, belly dance has really helped me to stay healthy mentally and physically as well. And, uh, of course, uh, I still can't, uh, sometimes, uh, some days I really can't believe how our life uh, turned upside down so it's, it's really very hard for everyone so yes at the moment I am in Germany it's totally new country for me uh, I'm uh, not only uh, dance uh, oriental dance but also learn German language also some new experience for me but I have to admit it's really interesting process <laughs> But still, uh, you know, it's like I won some scholarship, I'm in Germany, I learn German uh, language now, but I didn't plan it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if, if it would be my dream, I would be the happiest person in the world, but not in uh, such uh, circumstances. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, but you stayed
1: in Ukraine for a while since the beginning of the full-scale war, as far as I know, right?
0: Yes, we uh, we stayed in uh, in Kiev. I'm from Kiev, and we were um, at first day of the war, the 24th of February. We decided to move in uh, our countryside of Kiev to my mom, uh, and we did right. I mean, we it's my, me and my boyfriend. We did uh, it was right decision because on the next day, on the 25th of February. Uh, on our, in our district, where Russians, uh, I don't know how to say tanks, but you know, better mm-hmm. some tanks, kind of yeah, tanks, yeah. and uh, there were also uh, shot, shotting on the streets. Mm-hmm. So it was really uh, some crazy things, terrible things, and we understand that we did right. So, like, we uh, went away uh, went out from that place from our flat and I have to say that uh, I I have never think that I will feel this uh, feelings when you like you need to pack your uh, things and I was really I was sure that I pack it for three maximum week uh, three days maximum seven days so I I take only what 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 was on me and maybe some sport costume just you know to to change because mm-hmm. it's only for one week. So why I need to take more. Uh and of course documents and some medical stuff so like like we need to go um for something uh for some like we don't know what will be but uh, we didn't plan that it would be for some long time and uh, i remember that feeling when we packed and i was like i look at our flat and i uh catch this, catch this feeling that i look at uh, my at, at Marie play uh, at my uh, flat uh like the last time hmm. and i told it to andre that you know i have this feeling that uh, i i look at this now and it's like for the last time i remember how how it was it was really terrible and uh, he told me no don't worry we will come back definitely but uh, for this moment for now he uh andre really uh, came back but me not i am in germany i didn't i didn't sell my apartment since february 24 And uh, it was, like, this feeling, for me, it's really, like, uh, something terrible experience. And uh, we came to my mom. She uh, lives in the countryside of Kiev. So, we, like, go from um, west, uh, not from west, from north of Kiev to east of Kiev. North. South. uh, (laughs) South, yeah. To the south of Kiev. And... uh, as I told you, we did right, because next day they were really dangerous in our district and the uh, shootings and these BTRs were on our um, neighbor street, you know, next street. So it's, it, it was really terrible. And I, when I saw it on the TV or in the Internet, I was like, oh my God, what if I were there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really hard to imagine. And we were in countryside and everything looked, uh, everything was like uh, normal, but still we heard a lot of um, explosions and we were just like, oh my God, I think, I hope that this is our army, you know, and we were like, okay, but what, we, what would be if the Russians will start to answer
1: hmm. to
0: this uh, territory of uh, countryside? And we we understood that if we want to be in really safe place, we need like try to move out. And of course, <laughs> the person who wants to who wants me to move out is my mom. And my boyfriend, but but my mom was like the most, uh, you know, Pushing. person who really yeah who pushed this process. And uh, I was really I was like okay, but. I want to be with you and when we are all together it's like more like more safe more calm but uh, no it was very hard to to disagree with her so she took me like literally and put me in the first train that we managed uh, to catch because uh, railway station in Kyiv, it was also a separate story about a lot of uh, sadness uh, a lot about uh, so many painful, you know, eyes when you saw on the people, when you look at people's eyes and you see this, like, people lost, people uh, scared, they don't know what to do, they don't know what to, what to be, even not tomorrow, but this evening, for example, because situation is totally unpredictable and still unpredictable. And uh, I moved to first uh, catch like the first train that I managed to go in because uh, trainers uh, trains were also uh, crowded. and uh, we I moved uh, I moved to Milnitsky City and uh, also like somebody helped me. Uh, I mean one of uh, Mom's colleagues uh, find me in the place where I, where I was uh, stay for one night and uh, then I continue my journey to Lviv. And uh, likely but also it was not so easy but I was like likely really that I uh, took uh, the train next one and I uh, came to Lviv where I also stay in uh, our friend's apartment. And a few days later, uh, later the situation was really not so good, uh, because uh, my mom and my boyfriend were in this countryside uh, of area of Kiev, And we uh, already saw what, uh, what madness and uh, disaster was in Irpin, Bucha, yeah? because there were a lot of Russians, especially in Gostomil. And uh, then they came to Zhutomirska uh, uh, Avenue, and we under my mom understood that actually we are the next. If they if they across uh, to the uh, like down to Zhutomirska Street, there were um, uh, another villages, and we are very very close to this Zhutomirska Avenue. So we like actually we're the next one, Belogorodka And then uh, Svetopetrievsky. So, hello, here we are. And uh, I was very, very, of course, I was nervous. But one day they decided also, my mom and my boyfriend and our three kids, (laughs) they decided to, like, try to move from that area. And, of course, the road was not so easy. Of course, they need to take more longer And at the same time, more safe uh, roads. But they managed to, in two days, to reach uh, Lutsk. And finally, I also, uh, then my mom took me from Lviv to Lutsk. And finally, we met in Lutsk city for two days. And uh, I was like, okay, but what's next? And uh, my mom and her friends decided to move to Europe. And I was like, hmm okay maybe maybe okay we need to go but like not not for so big time maybe one month at least yes everyone (laughs) saw the same yeah yes maybe one month okay but to be in the safe place for sure okay and uh, this uh, it was i can tell you it was the 8th of march international women's day And we uh, go away from Ukraine and we came to Poland and uh, there we have like three days. It was like our regrouping because there were also our friends. We met with them, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my mom's uh, friend told, uh, okay, I have uh, my son works. So I will go to him so yeah we we were told that we can come uh we can go to germany and we decided to go to germany mm-hmm. and that's it what was interesting and important moment in this whole trip when we don't know and and by the way all this uh travel let's say all this travel was only with my uh one uh, backpack and uh, like no nothing really nothing to everything that i used to use in my life it was like (laughs) forget about it you have only this backpack and do what you want and uh, i came to krakow and um, jazira belly from poland she noticed my stories that i'm already in krakow she wrote me and uh, i have to uh, thank her one more time because how I feel now because of the dance is because uh, thanks to her because she told me if you're already in safe place you need you have to continue to dance because no one will uh, feel better if you will stay in your room and thinking uh, sitting and crying and I was like is it okay if I will dance in my country, the war, and so on, and so on. It was not also not so easy decision, but at the same time, now I understand that how many, um, how much belly dance helped me to really save my health and my, like, my mind, because if she didn't uh, tell me this, I maybe uh, wouldn't dance all this time, and... I also really...
1: know that actually she kind of pushed, inspired you to for your performance, first performance after the beginning of the, the war. Is it
0: correct? Yes, yes. Uh, it, we were talking uh, about the festivals. She wrote me if, if I were planning to attend some festivals. And uh, my dream was to attend Orientalissimo Festival in Barcelona because uh, last year I uh, made a lot of efforts and uh, like won uh, Orientalissimo World Cup and I was like uh, okay my next step I want to visit this festival not only online but offline to meet these wonderful people to dance and so on and uh, when I like in the beginning of March, without any of my costumes, any of my trainings, wear without ev- everything for dance that I need, she uh, helped me. She uh, pre- presented me uh, the ballet dance costume, the training wear, everything like to incur- encourage and involve me to back uh, to dance. And yes, she was like, okay, if you are already in safe place and you have costume, you need. You can try, why not? What, what will change if you will not go into this festival? And of course, uh, I now when I'm thinking about it, I think it's something like um, unbelievable thing. Because after Herc help, when I wrote that, uh, you know, guys, I decided to take part in this festival, I got huge support from our international belly dance community. I even couldn't imagine that uh, there are so kindness in the world especially in our belly dance community. I'm really thankful to everyone, uh, Livana belly dancer, uh, girls from Palma de Mallorca, uh, a lot of dancers from uh, different uh, parts of our uh, world. Wrote me and wish me some good things, and of course, uh, what's more important, that I got so many messages of support in first two days of the war, 24 and 25, uh, from Esmeralda, from uh, I don't, I can't remember even everyone because I got a lot with uh, their offers to help because everyone asked me how can i help you how are you how is your family are you safe are you alive and uh, they i think they even don't know how it helps me really to not go crazy you know because when the first day of the war you really don't understand what's going on how it, how it's possible literally in in the uh, 2022 how it's possible and they wrote me and wrote me in support and if you need any help just ask me you can come to Slovakia you can you can ta- you can come to Spain we will find for you place just like be strong and so on and it's really I told you and I have you know my uh, <laughs> <bumps>. on my <laughs> skin. yes yes on my skin but still it was really huge help and support and I'm really thankful to everyone who wrote uh, me a message because it's something unbelievable. And when uh, they asked me what I need for the festival, and uh, told me that, yeah, it's fine, it's a great decision. Of course, continue to dance and so on. You, you did you do right that you go. And uh, I was also like, okay, so maybe it's really uh, something that I should do. And uh, of course I was like Uh, I was understand. I always present Ukraine. I always proud to present Ukraine on competitions. Online, offline. But now I understand that it would be not only like. I'm Ukraine and I'm just dancing. But also I'm Ukraine. And I want you to see that. Now we're not dancing so happy. We need your help actually. And uh, I think uh, like. uh, I, I think I did it good that I present Ukraine and uh, everyone was like oh it's Ukraine yeah we like we totally uh, support you we uh, are thinking about you we try to help you so it's it's really important because I'm Ukraine it's the main message was on on that festivals and at orientalissimo for example that I'm Ukraine and I am here and I I want you like I want you not to forget about me and my countries really need your help and help could be really from small post to donation to uh, any protest uh, or some meetings so any help uh, will be appreciated of course mm. so what were yes.
1: your thoughts uh, preparing for that performance
0: uh, you mean uh, for orientalissimo yeah the first performance since the beginning uh it was uh, really it was very hard because i uh i didn't have any like room or mood or time to practice well as i like as i usually do and uh, i remember i was thinking that uh is it like is it still okay so i was really worried about that i will go on the stage and my body was like you know uh still. a little bit frozen yes a little bit frozen i can't i couldn't uh, dance as well as before and uh But, you know, I was trying to smile, to be like, trying to be relaxed on the stage and so on. But it was really very hard. And uh, I get, uh, after my performance, I get very uh, big uh, support of the audience. And uh, it was also very, very important moment that they, like, support me and at the same time support Ukraine. That's it.
1: Um, I guess uh, this time today we are going to go a little bit in backward direction, but uh, before this interview I actually was looking at your Instagram and I saw your post on February 23rd when you were sharing that you won a competition and you brought it to Ukraine and it was a ballet dance a festival so important for you and it was literally the day before the full-scale war. Where you were mentally, emotionally at, at that moment, and what were your plans for February, March, April, and so on for this this month? That's are definitely going not according to the plan, that's for sure. But where you were dance-wise, and what were your, like, you know, Dreams, plans, goals, uh, <laughs> direction of movement,
0: <laughs> etc. Uh, thank you, Jan. It's really good, very good question because uh, uh, I I also remember very good that moment, twenty third of February. Uh, but may I start to answer about this about this post uh, like a little bit earlier when we were with uh, Veronika Krimenska in Madrid, uh, in uh, Kedaho, yeah, with Mohammed Shahin, we already got a lot of, like, not so nice news. We already got a lot of alerts that, you know, guys, we, we will cancel some flights and so on. And there is uh, already some date. Uh, they told us, yes, that the 16th of February, the, uh, maybe it would be the beginning of the war, the full, full-scale invasion of Russia. And I remember that we came... To the flight with Veronica, and we were really shocked because, uh, you know, the atmosphere on the festival, you need to be run, you need to be quickly because you have one workshop, two workshops, you need to have some lunch and then prepare yourself, for example, for competition and so on, and game back. And maybe, for example, you go to the restaurant, so you you actually don't have time just browsing the internet. And uh, in Madrid, we were not so good internet connection, so we were like a little bit lost from news, uh, just enjoy the and practice and learning and so on and have fun and uh, I remember the Sunday the last day of the festival and we have lunch and I uh, catch the internet and I told Veronika, you know, the They cancelled already a lot of flights and I told her, you know, I'm really afraid if we we will manage to go to Kyiv by our flight Um, and really our um, mood from this you know wow 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 goes uh, very fast down and we start you know get these bad feelings and i uh, wrote to my mom what's going on what i missed already she told me that there is already the date of this beginning of the war they think it would be next wednesday Okay, nice. And uh, I remember everyone was asking me where will uh, where uh, you come back when you uh, when did you come back because uh, they will cancel the flight, so you need to be on time in Kyiv before they cancel the flight and you will stay in Spain. And uh, but everything was fine. we our plane uh, reached Kyiv in uh, I, I don't remember maybe around twelve and uh, everyone was uh, waiting that flights will be canceled at four of monday uh, but it didn't happen as i remember and uh, there were also a lot of funny uh memes in the internet that okay let's do it after the war but not start the war in the morning because i have my job in the night it's there were a lot of maps and i was like okay we will we will manage, we will do uh, it, because what, how Putin can do it if we already, like, not ready for it, but we already joke about it. It's, it's impossible in nowadays, everyone, everyone see what uh, he will do, because uh, we have internet, um, it's, it's the information goes very fast, and, like, no, he, he will not be so, uh, how to say, um, courage to start the war nowadays in modern world when people uh, go to uh, Mars and so on (laughs) so, but you see I was like very optimistic about it Uh, and uh, all, but still I was optimistic but still something inside was already like uh, something not something really goes wrong uh, what I mean is that we noticed that, for example, our districts that already very crowded and in the evenings there are a lot of laugh and sounds and some music and so on. Uh, people like went, people gone, you know, some took their cars and go away. And uh, uh, we were like, okay, maybe they just go away uh, just for the weekend, for example uh and then i remember i woke up every morning and i was like okay the sun is shining this day is quiet so the morning came everything is fine i can like continue my plans and so on so it was already the week before i wake wake up until the uh, start with this wednesday the 16th of february i wake up and i was like okay it's quiet as usual morning is morning okay, I can do my work, my training, so on, do my plans, and so on. And uh, I remember that it was already the week before, and this 21 of November was not so nice. Uh, Ah, and by the way, on Sunday, 20 uh, of February, I had, uh, as usual, training with my uh, trainer, Olena Senelnikova, and she told me, okay, we, we are all waiting for uh, 22 of February. And I was like, and what, what will be on this day? And she told me, why? Uh, because uh, Putin likes uh, some uh, uh, like great days. Uh, they uh, start the war in Georgia 8th of uh, August, eight 0808 mm-hmm. and like maybe uh he will start uh, the, his invasion uh, on uh, ukraine uh 22 2 22 mm-hmm. and i and is it her phrase i uh, now i think maybe she doesn't mean it like seriously maybe she just like say it just in just in case you know just just say and uh, nothing more but from uh, from that moment i was like okay i will buy some um cans yes uh, Uh um, canned food Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yes i will buy it just just in case and uh, when i bought uh, the uh, food for my cat i was also like uh give me please two usually i take one pack of her uh, special corn and now i was like "Uh, give me please two and my thinking was who knows what will who, who knows what will be? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I will. I <laughs> never buy stuff with these thoughts, but I like take it and okay, I have to um, pack uh, packages for uh, my cat. So okay, and uh, I told these uh, words to Andrei. He told me, okay, maybe not 22, maybe 23, because 23 of February is the Russian. Um, big holiday I, military yeah holiday, holiday in russia uh, okay and what what's most now uh, like uh, mystic mystery is that my thought at that moment was okay we we all like not all but somebody already know about 22 we are waiting for it uh, someone waiting maybe it will be 23 and my thoughts was what if he will like 22 23 is like obvious what if he will start it at 24? It was my thoughts. I, I really, uh, I tell you, because that was what I'm thinking. And when 24 of uh, February, 5 morning, it uh, began, I was like, maybe I'm a witch. Because it was what I'm thinking. What So my thoughts was like, you know, you know predicted how how uh, how explain this thing that i was thinking that it could be on this date and it was started but i was like no it's just my bad thoughts everything will be fine he will not uh, do it because as i told you everyone see now what's going on in different part of the world so he will not do it but i was wrong and everyone was wrong and we were really shocked how uh how far they reach that uh, russian troops goes to irpin to gostomel it's so near to kiev actually the heart of ukraine like middle part of our country and they like hello we are here so it's it's something terrible really terrible and i still i can't believe that uh, i uh, first time when the war begins i was like oh my god i would i would do so Things, i as usual i will go on weekend on my trainings or have some trip or we will go with my friends or we will go with my uh, boyfriend i don't know to the in the cinema to the cinema and have some great time together but every plan from small to big plans was simply destroyed and of uh, it's okay that it's only plans but someone Uh, already uh, uh, lose uh, their life or their uh, relatives and it's really so terrible when you start to think about it it's something crazy really so yes I I really get uh, uh, I really got a lot of plans my big plan was to visit uh, Orientalissimo and I really uh, very very appreciate that I managed to do it my next uh, step, uh, my next uh, stop, uh, should be, uh, by the way, Hop in Switzerland, and I also managed to reach it because, uh, honestly, from Germany it's even much easier because there are good connections from Germany to Switzerland. If we compare uh, from Kiev to Switzerland, because mm-hmm. from Kiev it's have some uh, a lot of connections, and here it was like, okay, I will try. And what's uh, also like a little bit drama uh, when uh, the 23 of February I was uh, with my, uh, with Andre in the, our kitchen and um, I remember I post this post that I win and so on, blah, blah, blah. And my thoughts was, if I don't post it now. Later, it would uh, have no like. It it would be that no, it uh, doesn't matter later. I don't know why I was thinking like this, but I, I was uh, like, okay, I will post it today because I was like also lazy and uh, you know I need to post. Yet it's, 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 it requires some time. I need to write something. You know how to create post, It's not not so easy sometimes and that evening I remember that I need to do it now because later who knows what will be maybe it will be no more any reason for it and it was really and uh, uh Mimi Sokolova wrote me that evening that Tanya are you okay because uh, uh no, no she wrote uh if there um oh my god uh, airports are closed al- already and I was like no Everything is okay, our airports are open. Uh, and she was, uh-huh, okay, but we like we got the news or something, so I don't know from where she got the news that airports already, already uh, closed. And I told her, no, everything is fine. And after a few hours in, at 5.30, uh, I wrote her, it begins. And uh, she told me it's the most dramatic dialogue, you know, between a uh, participant and the uh, organiza- uh, organizers, that it begins. Because we all, we discussed that. I told her, I, I'm planning to come. Me and my boyfriend, we are planning to come. We asked some, you know, this COVID certificates if we need something or not. There were like our problems about COVID. It's a really great time. <laughs> <laughs> Who will know? Who thought? Yeah. Who thought? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. I really, I can't like tell about it a lot, and it's sometimes really long answers. But this is how it was actually.
1: No, no. Thank you for sharing, and no worries. And really, thank you for for sharing your story, and uh, that's the current life of. Uh, Uh, all Ukrainians and Ukrainian dancers too. Like, I'm very happy actually to hear that you uh, came back together, let's say, with dance, because uh, there are many Ukrainian dancers that till now cannot really get back into dancing a lot, and a lot of uh, famous dancers, a lot of, like, less famous, a lot of students who just drop down the classes. Uh, So this is happening, and... uh, uh it is what it is for each person, and some people do need the break, so it's nothing really like how to do right or wrong way, but I'm very happy that you found again this connection back with dancing in your life. And I even know that you right now you resumed both teaching and you actually studying. You continue studying with your teacher, uh Olena from Kiev, but now you're doing it online. And uh, yes. uh, it's something that you got, you know, like, consistent with who you are. You are a dancer and that's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Really, um, may I just comment this moment that it's really very in, uh, individual moment for everyone, if they can dance now or not. And uh, um, how to say, um, I'm really thankful that Jazeera came in the right moment in my life and like push me and inspire me and told me what should I do I wish everyone have this person you know and maybe some uh, circumstances that will like encourage them to continue to dance because it's really uh, it's not because <laughs> it's not because I'm a very happy person now and I want to dance uh, for example, Kalush that uh, presented Ukraine this year in uh, Eurovision, they think not because they are very happy, but they, uh, this is how they can tell the world about Ukraine. So I, I believe that the dancer uh, can do the same by dancing, because yeah, we we can dance and we can dance about Ukraine. We we still represent ukraine and uh, it's like you know this it's really um, very very uh good connection between when we dance and you at the same time you represent ukraine you speak about ukraine and so on so i really i hope everyone will uh, come back to dance as much as soon as possible but i totally understand that it's uh very individual and uh, like, we can't uh, say, oh, you started to dance, why are you doing this, it's so bad, we have war. Or we can say that, oh, you still don't dance, what are you thinking, you need to take care of yourself, why you don't dance, and so on. It's really very individual, and people should come uh, to his own, uh, person should come to his, uh, her or his own decision by herself, or maybe, as it was in my case, Jazeera inspired me and helped me, pushed me, and maybe someone uh, need, uh, maybe they also need someone who will help them. Maybe I hope, maybe my, uh, maybe for for someone, I am also example that no, we should to continue to develop, to dance, to represent Ukraine and so on. I hope so. Maybe it will help someone from our Ukrainian ballet dance community. And uh, yes, uh, we try to uh, continue to dance online. Um, You know, even in spite of the reasons that we uh, danced online already uh, when was uh, when were lockdowns and uh, COVID uh, situation. Now it was much um, harder because uh, like the circumstances is much more worse and uh, i don't i didn't feel my body as i like as i already uh, do it did it in uh, february in for example in madrid it was uh, the feelings that i in one moment i forget everything my muscles my bones they they doesn't work they don't work i don't know i don't know how to mm-hmm. explain these uh, feelings but it was like it and uh, we try. i in even uh, at the beginning i was like oh it's so like i don't want to do anything because i i don't like to dance in the room and in some other country because i can't go to the uh, dance studio and practice with olena or maybe by uh, by myself because there is no studio here near with me. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And then oh, I, actually I like push myself, okay, Tanya, you need to try one lesson online, and you will you will see. And we tried, we did one lesson online, and I was like, okay, I can feel that my body a little, a little bit relaxed. My muscles were like, uh-huh you want to try us okay let's let's dance uh and uh, then for example next week i uh, we uh, again start to do online lessons and now for example we uh danced again twice uh, twice or three times per week so it's really uh now i feel that i'm like open again my i can feel my body i can feel my muscles and uh, it's really uh, help to stay um, in physical in good physical condition because when you for example read the news, uh, it's it's uh, so many shock there that i can feel that like it's like again mm-hmm. <laughs> like capture you yeah and then you need again to open yourself and uh, try to work with your body like again and again and again but I'm really happy that we managed. And now I have some already. My like Now I really enjoy this online lessons. Of course, it's totally not the same as in the dance hall. But it's really better than nothing. And of course, not only with uh, Olena Sinelnikova, but also with Julia Farid, we have uh, lessons online. Not so many, but, but still we met. And it's really, really uh, great. So, I'm really happy that we have this opportunity now.
1: It's also very inspiring uh to hear because you are teaching yourself, you're mentoring people, you're creating choreographies sometimes for other people, and you are right now talking about studying with teachers yourself like as a student so it's really cool to hear like you know that when uh, we start teaching like there like many there are teachers who consciously keep not only taking like occasional classes or attending workshops, but actually keep working with their own teachers. And this is very normal in many industries in sport that professional sportsmen, they have mentors uh, or in other industries, but in ballet dance, it's not something that's really typical or, many teachers are not really comfortable talking about their studying process with other teachers, you know? It's not really that that common and open topic
0: for many. Hmm. Uh, no, I feel okay. Maybe maybe I uh, still don't uh, think about myself as, you know, as a professional teacher, so, ha, huh, I know everything. No, I'm still the student, but I know that I have already some knowledge that I'm ready to share with uh, my students and I really can help uh, especially for example in drum solo and I'm really so was so excited when uh, for example from uh, and Spring Will Come festival uh, participants asked me to help or maybe uh, send me their videos and so on It, it was really nice I was really happy but I still I don't like, okay, I'm already the teacher, so I know everything, I can not improve myself. No, I want to improve myself. And again, uh, for example, Julia Farid, a great example for me, because I remember when I came uh, the first time on my first lesson to her, uh, to her studio, it was, let me remind, let me think, it was, I think, 2014 or 2015, so already seven years ago, and uh, I came on uh, her class, and now, for example, I see how she danced now, and I remember, um, I remember how it was, and I can see the difference now. So she all she also was, for me it was like, oh my god! So she still developed herself. So I also sh- should do it i can i can do the same because i can see the difference she didn't she was like okay i'm the teacher i know everything and so on but she improved herself and while she do it it has also a big inspiration uh, for me so i also need to developing uh, myself and to continue to dance and practice with teachers and i'm really very happy that i uh, have this opportunity to uh, to learn from different teachers my first teacher was Zarina Mastafina then i came to Julia Farid and now i continue to uh, dance uh, to learn from Julia and also now i'm learning from Olena Sennikova and every teacher can see me from different angles and improve Maybe with Julia we will work more with emotional side of the dance. With Elena we work more with technical side of the dance. But still, it's and for of course I can see myself that okay I want maybe in this uh, movement add something like this or uh, do my hips more stronger or I want more uh, like uh, more speed in my dance and so on. So I also can analyze what I want from myself. And at the same time, I really very uh, careful uh, carefully listen what my teachers told to me, what where they can see, because I totally uh, like um, how to say uh, totally rely on them.
1: It also, it's a great uh, opportunity to know shape yourself in a unique way that you are working not just with one teacher but with different ones, and they have their own styles and they see you in different ways, and then you have exactly. your own personality and all altogether it shapes who you are as a dancer, not copy of one particular dancer or teacher, but finding your own voice uh, with this. Uh, Ocean yes. and multiple options and uh, suggestions, variations, ideas from other professionals.
0: <laughs> yeah, you understand me exactly. It's it's That's it. Um,
1: since we kind of took the direction of going a little bit backwards, in backwards direction uh, of your career, I also know that for you, uh, 2021 especially was a kick-ass year in terms of number of online competitions that you won (sighs) did you count how many competitions you participated and how many you
0: actually won no i I didn't count (laughs) but maybe i should (laughs) but it was really a lot now i uh, when i uh, in uh, that time when i took one by one by one uh i really even don't understand that it was so much and then in the end of the year i was like okay where's my diplomas and i was like oh my god so many diplomas <laughs> because uh and uh it's it were not only the competition it was also online gala show i was invited in uh, peru online gala show for international dance day uh, I took part in a spring uh, gala show of uh, Palma de Mallorca uh, in Spain at Oles de Orient Festival, but it was not festival, it was just a gra- uh, great gala show with a lot of great performance uh, per- performances and uh, dancers. And, uh, of course, the competition... Uh, was uh, for me, like, okay, I should maybe I should try this online uh, format and how it works. And everything uh, starts from uh, Drum Solo Queen because this online competition re- requires the uh, video of your dance, professional video with nice location in studio and so on. And I remember it was, again, one of the... Um, not hardest but maybe even hardest okay because you you know comparing to the war everything it's like it's like it doesn't matter at all Mm. Uh, but there were covid time uh, I I think we still remember how everything was closed and uh, our studio Isadora um, Dance Academy also uh, were closed and I didn't dance at all Uh, Four or five months, almost half of the year, I didn't dance, and uh, I get the invitation. Uh, I got the invitation to took uh, to take part in this online contest, and I was like, okay, I, I again lose my uh, like lose my shape, lose my uh, dance skills. I need to refresh it as far as soon like, as fast as possible, and. Uh, Really, I don't remember how it starts, but it was like <laughs> one competition, another one competition, third, uh, and next, and next, and next, and then Orientalismo World Cup, and then some uh, competition from Ar- Argentina. And uh, I was like, okay, who knows where, uh, when I will come to Argentina? I should try online. And I tried there and there and there and in the end, as a result, I remember that I, you know, got this speed and I got my shape. And I was like, wow, I really uh, improved my uh, skills because of this online contest, because of the video shooting, because of a lot of trainings luckily we were um, we were this uh, possibility to dance uh, offline in uh, dance studios in kiev for example because as i know in europe uh, there there were still like closed a little bit you know, because in ukraine they open the studios and we continue to uh, trainings offline but in europe uh, they like just started to do it this year only this year they started to open to reopen their dance studios and i like wow <laughs> because for me it's like something oh we did it already last year but in europe for example they only started to do it to reopen everything and to continue to dance
1: right now so, it feels like the past life like <laughs> at all yes yeah, unfortunately studio. yes and mm-hmm was it more than 10 competitions more than 20 more or less i think uh, about 15 i think so was it a new performance for every competition or you kind of prepared one performance and then submitted
0: for several or was it every time something new no no not every time because uh, online format requires great video and great video it means uh, like video shootings and of course it's uh, not so um, cheap <laughs> so uh, and it's it was uh, like it's okay to send uh, one video for several contests it's absolutely normal uh, and uh, is the main like uh, the main idea is the videos sh- uh, shouldn't be very, very old so if I make uh, the video, for example, this year, I can use it uh, mm-hmm. 12, uh, 12 months, Months, so it's okay, absolutely normal. Mm, and um, you need to be, uh, like, but why in shape? Because, yes, yeah, sometimes... Uh, uh, we have some parties in Kyiv, oriental parties, and I, for example, try these choreographies before shooting. I try these choreographies on the stage and then go to the uh, studio and we record it. But, uh, for example, when you record uh, the video, the, the dance, yes, your performance, you need to dance it a few times. So that is why you like need to be really uh, ready to dance not only once and like okay finish, but dance maybe seven maybe ten times. It depends of course of your um, like idea of the video. You need just like just simple video. Okay, you can dance it maybe a few times. Choose the best uh, option and uh, that's it. But if you need for example some Effects that more um, different angles, angles of the video, angles of the video or zoom it or like go camera movement. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. You, you, especially if the camera or if this uh, camera movement, so you need to dance it a few times because one is for uh, camera just staying on one spot, another one from um, for camera move uh, moving. But you need for these two options to dance several times to have the choice then mm-hmm. after to um, prepare a really great video so that's it
1: it's always a balance between uh, physicality and technology or i would say physicality and your budget if you have budget to rent like i don't know five six cameras then you can do maybe everything in one run. But if you have only one camera, you actually have to do it in several different runs. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) Mm, Yes, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What is uh, the main difference in terms of preparing dance? Because you talked about shooting, but in general, along with like specific video shot but what is the main difference between getting ready for online competition and getting ready for in-person competition because you have experience of both so in your opinion what is the main difference
0: Hmm. it's a really good question um i think uh you need to be ready uh the main difference like the main difference in feelings when you perform on for like Preparing uh, the video for online contest, and when you perform actually your choreography offline on the stage, um, the main uh, difference uh, for me was that you uh, don't have this, you know, connection and uh, change of energy between the audience and like be- between you and the audience because. Uh, When it's like uh, some audience in the contest or just, for example, in the gala show, at gala show, you just perform and you feel how people support you or you can see that they watch at you, look at you and uh, watch your performance and you like catch these feelings, you enjoy the process, you start to be more relaxed and so on. But when you uh, dance... uh, your choreography on uh, video shooting it's uh, totally different because you have only your camera yeah so you need to like all your feelings all your emotions put uh, in this just one, one small black <laughs> <laughs> camera and no no nothing and um, no one to to make this you no know, exchange of Energy exchange of feelings and it's really was hard. I was like my first shooting I was remember it's oh my god I danced and I even don't know how it was because camera can told me okay. It was good. <laughs> I Enjoy but when for example after your performance people can uh, applaud. Yeah, they can come to you and uh, tell you some comments about your performance So you already understand. Aha, uh-huh, I was I was good. I was okay. In this situation, when you are preparing for online competition, you don't know how how is it. So you need to just uh, to feel it, if you like it or not. But for example, for me, it's very hard because uh, usually I, I dislike how I dance. <laughs> I mean, I was like, ah, maybe in that moment I should do something better ah oh, i don't relax at that moment Ah, oh, i don't do i didn't do that i didn't do that so it was really hard because for me it was like oh my god i was i was mistaken there and there was also my mistake and you, i i hope you understand what i mean <laughs> i think it's a dialogue inner dialogue that absolutely every dancer is
1: facing yes <laughs> yes yes but uh, you know, when it, how many times it, oh, i how many times we already heard this conversation, uh, even on the podcast, even you, you couldn't even imagine, oh, that dancer would think like that about herself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, about audience, I don't even know, like, is it necessarily like a bad thing? Because sometimes on competitions, you can face a very cold audience because, oh, it's competitors. So it's actually may backfire having live people there <laughs> watching you.
0: Uh mm, I I understand what you mean but um I uh, now I for example I don't uh, tell now about uh, competitors and other participants of competition usually there are some audience for example in Europe uh audience can come to the festival just really just really watch like uh, the concert Yes, one by one, different performances. So they just uh, sitting and enjoy your performance and uh, support you. Uh, for example, in Ukraine, I know that uh, we have like this situation: big school and girls from one school applaud only for uh, his the, their colleague. I mean, if the girl from uh, their school, she, they applaud to her. If it's someone and. Uh, some someone else, uh, they like. Okay, we will. We are busy, or we just will watch and not support. Yeah, it's in Ukraine something like this, but in Europe I really uh, didn't uh, met with this situation. Usually, uh, there are someone who just came to enjoy the uh, concert, uh, like the concert their performances, and usually it's absolutely okay. So. Yeah, of course, someone, people, like, they're sitting and maybe, uh, like, tired, you know, <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, I hope it's not because of me.
1: <laughs> so. What do you think is the key secret of uh, your
0: success at online competitions? Oh, Uh, Thank you, it's really uh, very uh, happy to hear that it was like success, but I really, I was like, I was just trying, you know, just trying and I can't say why. Maybe because I did something that I really loved and that I really adore and it was like um, people can feel it even through the camera, even through monitor online. Maybe this is the explanation, but I can tell you some success, like, some secret. Just do uh, as well as you can, as much better as you can. For example, uh, try to find good, um, like, good operator, yeah, good cameraman, because uh, it's... uh, uh, in this uh, format of competition, yeah, online, uh, there are also some uh, part of uh, success, yeah on uh, on the cameraman, how they uh, will how uh, he will uh, cut your video, how he will edit your video, how will how he will record you because it's really important. Uh, I was lucky that I worked with really uh, professionals of um, of video of camera. Video of industry. It's uh, Evgeny Malenovsky and uh, Vladimir Sherbak, uh, and uh, it's really talented uh, videographers. Um, so I think it's uh, really uh, great and. Uh, I noticed, I don't know if Evgeny will uh, confirm it, but I think even uh, like while I was improving my technique in dance and uh, like take part in online competitions, Evgeny were, uh, improved also his skills in video shooting. Because when, again, as for me, it's really uh, two different um, like cases when you... Uh, just make a video on the stage, you know that uh-huh, it's a stage, so I will like, put the camera here, maybe I will take some from another part and so on. But when you uh, when you shoot the dancer in the studio, you need like to walk, you need to find this uh, rock course, you need to choose in which angle of the studio you should actually make the video, because there are a lot of uh, variations. For example, here we have windows, here we have nice sofa, uh, here we have some another decoration, what would be okay for the whole idea, what would be not so nice, and so on. So everyone, I think, gets the practice and improved their skill. As uh, Me as a dancer and, for example, Evgeny as a videographer. I I hope uh, it's like like for me. Maybe he will not, not agree with me, but... I noticed it but he really he did a great job and I'm really thankful uh, because the video were really great and uh, I got a lot of also comments especially about the video like, thank you for the video it was you were so uh, nice and it was easy to watch your video because jury it's absolutely also another um, how to say another case because when you watch the performance live, you you see it now and it's like super clearly for you. But on the video, if they're not good light or maybe some dark video or maybe not so good quality, it's really hard to watch what she did there and so on. So there is I, I can tell you that there is no secret K of success. Just do what you love. With a big passion and uh, with a big like belief in yourself, and believe, for example, in the victory, and everything will be great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually a great point about like video specific of online competitions because I remember seeing your video, I was uh, one of the judges at Orientalissimo uh, that yes. year. And I do remember, like, seeing, um, within the same, even competition, some people submitted videos where so many cuts, so many, like, yeah, it's a cool creative video, but as a judge, I actually want to see the dance too, because I still need to evaluate, like, choreography technique, and sometimes, like, oh, it's a cool cut, but, was it complete turn, or was it like not complete, or sometimes it's simply just like one camera, and that's it, which is still okay. It still works, but for online competition, there is this whole new um layer of difficulty if to add, mm-hmm. but also a layer of possibilities with the creative added that still will need to have clearly showing choreography and not hiding flaws in technique because sometimes it's obvious oh it was a cut because probably there was like off balance some movement or anything like that uh-huh. so you need to find but at the same time it can add with this little like, camera movement or specific angle it can add even to the emotional presentation of dance when we are talking about video dance in the video which I remember your video was actually very clear and you said like very nicely, it was easy to watch it. It was not taking attention. Uh, Like the video edit was not taking attention from dance, but it was only Mm -hmm. adding to dance, which is very important specifically for online competitions. If someone decides to go for an edited video, not just one camera straight and that's it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I also know that you are very, very, very passionate about drum solo. <laughs> uh, Where yeah. did your passion came from? Where did it come from? And why specifically drum solos? What do you find so passionate about them?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I think it would be very, very long to answer. <laughs> because... <laughs> well, if you have time, we are ready. <laughs> I can speak about it maybe for hours. Uh, um, I need to say that when I only started uh, ballet dance uh, what what actually inspired me to start and to try this uh, dance style it was uh, the video of um, Sadie's performance with her friend in uh, America, America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. There were a super cool video of drum solo where uh, uh, Saidi and I don't remember Kaya, I think, Sa- Saidi and Kaya, they performed a really super nice technique, drum solo. And I really, um, then I, at that time I didn't realize, but now I understand that I was really excited how they show the music with their bodies. Every accent of drum was show in different way uh, with the shoulder or hip or smile or turn and so on and this video inspired me to try okay i want i want to do maybe uh i want to be able to do something like it i i need to try belly dance and i found this school and i uh, just like uh, uh, choose the you know the best comfortable location of the school i it was like you know I will try this one mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was uh, the classes of Zerina Mostafina and uh, uh, I remember my first class I came on uh, her lesson and I just fall in love she uh, fall in love in the style and in her way how she danced uh, because she has really unique very unique style and uh, her like Mm, how to say main point of all all of her uh, dance style was softness but at the same time really a clear accent and uh, she uh, learned me how to make my hips in how to move my uh, hips very very wide you know that my hips were uh, were very strong at the beginning of my uh, Learning of Oriental dance. Of course, for example, I still working with my hands because I have <laughs> a lot of questions to them how they work. But for my hips, I really get it from Zarina and um, this like uh, technique uh, lay on me very nice. It's like a dress. You know, you try this dress, uh uh-huh, you like it, and it looks good on you. So super, <laughs> I will take it. And uh, then I uh, I continue to watch some sadist performances and uh, just like from all music, uh, maybe because I also like to watch the most uh, drum solos when you show the music. Of course, we show the music in every style, but in drum solo, I believe it's like especially because it's some dance styles that turn you like turn you on, turn your mood. You know, you already you when you watch drum solo, you're wow, wow, so spectacular, so interesting, so unpredictable dance, and um, like we like, fall in love. <laughs> we met each other, and I don't know in, in which moment I started like the drum solo fun. Uh, I remember that I at the beginning of my dance um, uh, car- career, let's say. Uh, I performed on competitions in Ukraine with uh, Oriental Ragsharky category uh, style and drum solo style. And again, because of Zarina, she got this, uh, as I told you, soft uh, movements and very clear and very strong movements. So she teach me she uh, made few uh, drum solo choreographies for me and I also watch a lot of her uh, performances and maybe I like in my mind in my eyes uh, like remember some movements and I try to uh, to do the same as the did I try to to do the same and um, and it's like it's just in No, really, we met, and I like the style, and the style liked me because drum solo looks uh, good on my body, on my uh, physical condition. And then, uh, of course, I uh, visited a lot of workshops, and uh, from Alex Delora and from Julia Farid, and uh, took a lot of inspiration from drum solos. But uh, usually, uh, not usually, I often have some ideas how to show this music i i hear uh, my uh, for example on my way from school to home or somewhere else i was uh, listening to oriental music and always drum solos was like okay i will do like this and shoulder and here chest and it would be nice to make some omis and then suddenly like sit down and so on and I tried to create my first uh, drum solo choreography, and I remember it was really uh, very successful because I won few competitions with it and really strong competitions. And I was like, "Wow! So maybe I'm really I can do it. I'm maybe I'm good at it in in the, uh, creating uh, choreographies." And it was like, "Wow! Maybe I I need to continue." Hmm. So. It's like you know one uh, go to another, and now I really um, I feel that like okay my choreographies are strong, but I need to admit that for example right now it's a very uh, difficult period in uh, my life and uh, as well as for all Ukrainians, and I in my mind didn't come any choreography. Uh, from the beginning of the war, in my imagination, n- nothing created. Because uh, before it, I was like, okay, if I would dance this uh, Raksharkis song, I would dance like this. Okay, maybe I should try. And I really created a I, vision uh, say, I created mission say, ballad, a few drum solos. But now, I was like, I don't know, nothing. Uh, came to my head i don't nothing ideas no no new ideas so i really don't know when when it would be possible again to create something new and uh, strong and interesting but i hope soon it will be soon well, uh, and just one moment about drum solo that uh, the main the huge impact on my Dance career was at uh, Netherlands in 2015 when I came to my first international festival, and uh, I remember it was so hard that at that time you know to go from Ukraine to Europe because we don't uh, we didn't have at that time this uh, visa uh, free uh, possibility yes. And uh, it was also very expensive because we we didn't have so many flights uh, companies from Ukraine to Europe. So uh, it was for me like, wow, I did it. I came to Netherlands and I came on my first international festival. And I was like, okay, if I uh, came so uh, uh, through so difficult road, it it was everything was not so easy to, to actually get to this place. Uh, I need to win. I need to win. I was like, I was going to the festival and I already uh, know that I will be the winner. Okay. <laughs> but uh, in the rules of the uh, competition, they uh, were uh, wrote that uh, the finalist of uh, Rising Star category will perform live drum solo improvisation with our uh, drummer Pedro Francolin from Brazil. And you need, you need to be ready to improvise, drum solo. And I was like, oh my God, what? How? How? What? <laughs> how to do it? And uh, I, I managed to, I go to the final. And I remember, okay, what I need. I need to show the music. So I need to uh, uh, listen carefully what the drummer uh, will play. And I need to smile just like it's so easy for me just like i like don't care and that was really uh, how it works so i just uh, really worked with myself here in my mind in my head like inside i told myself that you need to be ready you just need to uh, like get enjoy of your performance show the music connect with drummer connect with your audience smile don't be nervous and I remember when they told me that I won I was really surprised and uh, someone asked me oh did you took some workshops about drum solo improvisations I- improvisation and I was like no <laughs> I didn't took any workshop about drum solo improvisation it, it was just like inside it was me on this Stage And it was really something uh, for me, uh, very, uh, one of the special moments in my dance life, really, that I managed to improvise. And this drum solo was, for me, it's one of the best drum solos in my dance life.
1: Wow, I love it how you emphasize it, like, yes, improvisation, it's always about mindset, it's always about being relaxed, being in tune with music, and enjoying the moment, and that's exactly yeah. what brought you that uh, uh, victory at that competition.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, was like...
1: You briefly also mentioned but I just want to clarify so how did you got involved in ballet dance in general was it from that video with Sari or actually it was something before that got you the idea oh I want to try ballet dance classes
0: Uh well actually I have to say that uh, when I was a child I didn't I dislike dance I didn't like to dance at all I tried some uh, classical dance lessons but it was for me like boring and I don't know I don't want to do it I want just to sit and uh, you know to make some pictures and I go to school of art I graduated from it and it was for me like hobby so I was looking for a new hobby and uh, my so it was like you know it's the same uh, moment of time Uh, I was like, okay, maybe now I should start to go to dance classes. Uh, And I was like, I tried hip hop, I tried uh, some, um, how to say, uh, Latina Mm -hmm. dance style. Mm, And I I really uh, didn't feel comfortable at that classes. So it was like, it was like not me not for me you know so yeah it's of course it's great dance styles and i like to watch uh, the style when someone perform it but i tried it at, at, the, at that time it was not for me i didn't uh, i don't try it now for example maybe if i will try i will find that oh now it's more suitable for me now i like it more and so on but maybe in the future i, I will try some uh, something else but yes, at that moment I was like, okay, it's not suitable. It's not suitable. And my mom, again, my mom really um, always helped me, and always her advice uh, is very important for me because we we are like you know the best friends, and she know me, uh, she knows me well, and I know her well. So she came and just uh, tell me, okay, maybe you should uh, try belly dance. Why not? It's uh, okay, and uh, it's really something um, exotic and interesting style. And at the same time, I was like, okay, belly dance, uh, because my mom told me, yeah. And I just uh, browsing the internet uh, on in YouTube, uh, wrote belly dance, and just watch what, what actually, what is it. And I like it. I like it, I was like, hmm, it's really something interesting, and uh, okay, maybe I should try it. And uh, as I told you, I was lucky that I came to my first class, and I really uh, liked, loved my first teacher. Mm -hmm. Because if, I think, I still, um, like, always uh, thinking that maybe if there will be someone else who were just not so great person for me just you know maybe not so interesting person maybe i was like oh it's not for me it's boring i don't want to dance and i don't like the style of the teacher and so on but uh, zarina really opened for me this oriental dance uh the beauty of this dance the i don't know how to say she opened because i was like okay i'm maybe shine girl like Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, I don't want to be in this, you know, when people look at you, but with Oriental dance, I was like, yes, yes, it's me, (laughs) you're right, (laughs) look at me, you know, so it's really um, uh, give me more confidence and um, I'm really uh, also thankful that everything was how it was, that I met Zarina, that then I met Julia, that now I met Olena and uh, a lot of great people from international belly dance community. It's really great. So many, many opportunities belly dance opened for me because, uh, again, as I told you before, this first international uh, festival, I um, I do, I didn't travel a lot. But when I tried to uh, to came abroad. In Netherlands, I saw how the belly dance can be, uh, belly dance festival could be in Europe, for example, because in Ukraine's totally another style of belly dance festivals. It's it's really um, great experience that you can try how it works in different countries. And I try how it worked, how it would, uh, how it was in uh, Europe. Came to Ukraine and I was like in totally different, you know. Knowledge and experience. I knew that it could. I, uh, I knew that it could be in different way, not like this, like in K for example, but like there. And it's helped me also to grow up to understand. Aha. Uh-huh, so, uh, for example, in Europe, people don't need, uh, don't want to see how you go to split. They just want to see your emotions. And for example like this and of course great technique will, will be a plus but great technique it's not the most important part of your dance how do you feel how you look what you want to say it's it's all uh, started uh, this like understanding of all of it how it's complicated mm-hmm. it starts from uh, that point and uh, of course that i learned i can say i learned three different styles Zarina styles Julia styles and Olena styles and from all of this I try to create my own style and it's also very very important you really don't need to be a copy because why <laughs> why copy it's not interesting you need to create something new something uh, own and it would be really great mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the more you learn and you learn from different sources, the, it comes just natural, like your, your own style. It's not even something you, you actively create. And it just comes from trying, from expanding, from growing, experimenting, um, following different mentors, teachers, absorbing from them information. And then it comes to that unique mix that is uh, your personal mm-hmm. style. Well, we kind of indeed traveled all the way backwards (laughs) as we said in the beginning. So now coming back to these days um, as we are slowly closing our today's uh, uh, conversation interview but I would like to ask you how can our listeners first of all where they can follow more of your activities if you have like favorite social media currently where you're sharing stuff Uh, uh, do you have any plans uh, or things dance related that you want to share and how in general ballet dance community can uh, support you today and help you to keep dancing keep growing and and keep
0: expanding Okay, let's start from the beginning. Uh, my uh, the most uh, the most useful uh, social network now is Instagram. Uh, then you can find me uh, in YouTube on YouTube, and only then on Facebook. Because uh, Instagram is always with me. I like uh, I notice it. Maybe it's not also a great uh, habit, but I'm all, almost always online. I tried like to put my phone away from me. (laughs) But (laughs) usually it's with me because uh, I am Instagram addicted person. I have to admit it. Uh, But now, of course, it's uh, not not only Instagram. It's also, for example, Telegram with a lot of news about the war, about the situation in Ukraine. Uh, But still, I try to not only post the information about the war, I try to... um, post some inspiration, some dance because as I told you uh, we are like as a dancer I want not only share the news but only share my art and in this way like remind people that uh aha this Ukrainian dancer, uh aha Ukraine, uh aha we need like to help Ukraine maybe I hope it works in this way. Uh, So you can find me and follow me in Instagram and uh, it's, you know, it's very, very hard to speak now about the plans because before the war, of course, I had a few, I can say, grand, grant plans. I was like thinking about uh, my own, you know, some course or something like this, or maybe some, my own project. Uh, but now it's like a little bit postponed because uh, I need to understand how to do it now in this uh, <laughs> in this situation because i'm in another country and uh, it's for me it's like as I told you some like like scholarship and I want to come back, but I don't know when it will be uh, when I will be able to come to Kiev. My boyfriend, yes, he is already in Kiev. But for example, I already uh, signed for a German language course, and I can't just skip it because in Germany there are uh, very strict rules. So you can't just change your mind and go away. <laughs> you need like you uh, need to finish what you start. So about my plans, I can tell uh, can't. Uh, Tell you now anything i just hope that as uh, soon as i will get uh, some great news i will definitely share it, it with everyone so just wish me good luck <laughs> to, to create it and uh, about the community uh, i would like to thanks one more time for everyone who uh, support me who support ukraine in uh, this uh, dark and very very difficult time really when i got all the messages in especially in first two days but it was not not only for few, uh, two days it was much more uh, really very uh, appreciated and it it's really helped me it was like the light in this you know darkness uh, in this darkness space and it was like the light that everything is fine you can come to spain you can come to slovakia you can come to me i will help you what do you need and so on so uh, i really very impressed and uh, very grateful to our international balladence community for their kindness and uh, ready you know this ready to help it's it's something really unbelievable for me thank you so much guys one more time and uh, how you can support me? I am open for private classes. I am open for cooperation. I would be very, very grateful and happy to like to con- continue to develop myself as not only as a um, student and uh, part like participant of festivals, but also as a teacher. Or if you would like some advice. Uh, for example, I don't know about choreographies. I am really happy to help you. So just, just write me. Uh, because uh, I, like, I believe that I will reach my dreams. So one day I will <laughs> start to, uh, to travel not only because of participation in competition but because uh, people want to study from me and uh, organizers trust in me and uh, uh, invite me so i really believe so it will be soon
1: so that's it Well, I definitely wish you good luck. (laughs) Thank you so much, Yann. And I also wish you to reconnect to that uh, inner drive uh, in terms of dreams and goals and and plans, uh, no matter how difficult it is to even think about those things right now in current situation. But I wish you soon to find a way to reconnect with this inner sparkle I wish you to soon see your apartment again and uh, intact and safe uh, and with all the things that you love and uh, we get attached. And uh, yes, compared maybe to some tragedies, it feels uh, uh, small, but it's still like uh, we get attached to things and uh, it's part of the life. And uh, I wish you also for... um, you to find a way to keep living fully because one of the craziest and um, also one of the unforgivable things is that stolen time. That it's not yes. just lack of plans; it's stolen time, which is part of our life, and it goes away. And this is something that we can't really get back. Uh,
0: Yeah, no one will return it to us, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, so I wish you all the best with that. I also encourage our listeners to keep following you, supporting you. And uh, you are a great uh, drum solo choreographer along with other styles. You can be a great mentor for someone who maybe right now is trying to get ready for online competitions. With your experience, you can definitely help and many more different things. And I will include links to your social media in the show notes to the episode. So all listeners, you can easily find uh, direct links there and connect with our amazing guest. And uh, before I uh, let you go and do your things, I actually want to ask one more question. We have a traditional question, which I ask every single guest, regardless of what we talked about. You're now in conversation. And the question is... What makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again? So you keep doing it for so
0: many years. Uh, it's really a very nice question, very interesting. Uh, I can say that uh, belly dance uh, helped me to be someone else on the stage. Not as I am in my normal life, because, for example, in normal life I'm like very... Um, serious person I also like you know the ordering the things but on the stage I can be more wild more unpredictable more crazy in some good way of course uh, more emotional and it's really I, um, I really like that on the stage I'm like the artist And in normal life, I'm just Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's like, it's uh, something really cool, this um, interchanging of characters. And, of course, that uh, belly dance opened me the world because I visited a lot of great places because of belly dance festivals. So, it was like, okay, I I would like to meet that teacher and that teacher. And I, for example, came to Spain or came to Poland. And... I try to just to see these cities where I am and always it's totally new experience and uh, that is how that is how I started to travel and when you travel you see the world it's, it's like a book it's like you read a book and it's really uh, it's it has a big impact for me so uh, you see the difference in cultures, how people uh, doing some things that, for example, you, how you go to the work or how they work in, or how they relaxed, how they uh, working with their, for example, dogs. It's really so interesting moments, and you when you see this difference, you came like another person back. And of course, uh, uh, by the dance, as I uh, mentioned today, that I saw how uh, dance. There's do belly dance for example in germany in poland how they uh, put more feelings or more technique what they love what they prefer it's it's really very very interesting to analyze to watch and um, um, belly dance is really something uh, something unbelievable because when i just Start to do it for me. It was just like a hobby. I can't I couldn't imagine that it would change my life and uh, Get so big impact on me So I am really thankful that I'm in this community with a lot of great dancers a lot of great people Uh, it's, It's I'm really I'm just I'm just happy that I'm here That's it
1: for today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and before you leave, don't forget to screenshot and share it with your friends. The more people get inspired, the better it is for our dance community. Until next time, keep shimming and see you soon! This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for seven days, for free